What's up everyone? This is Josh. On today's episode we're going to do the movie Ad Astra, a film about solitude in space. For the first half of this episode it's going to be spoiler free. For the second half of this episode it's going to be spoiler filled. So if you plan on watching the movie, don't listen to the second half. If you want to just listen just to listen, go right ahead. And here's the episode. Watch with sound. Alright. What's up everyone? Welcome back to Watch with Sound. My name is Josh Landicho, and with me is Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we're gonna cover the movie Ad Astra, directed by James Gray, and stars Brad Pitt. Carmela, what did you think of the movie? I thought this movie was okay. <laughs> I thought it was well-made, beautiful cinematography. Um, I had some major issues with the script and the tone, but Brad Pitt's performance was amazing. Um, I thought the random cameos were a little weird. Really enjoyed the action sequences. And Josh, what did you think? I thought it was a pretty good movie. <laughs> So it's kind of funny because we both have differing opinions. <laughs> It'll be interesting to hear, you know, the devil's advocate about the movie. Um, but overall, I like the movie. I think Brad Pitt's acting was great. Um, the cinematography was also great as well. It was so crazy. Um, it was super beautiful. Um, this is definitely one of the movies where I was just kind of like, wow, look at that. <laughs> like I was just watching it. I was like, that's so beautiful. I thought it was a good film about just solitude and space and sort of how brad pitt's character was dealing with it and that was our spoiler free take on ad astra from here on out it's going to be spoiler filled so if you plan on watching the movie don't listen if you want to listen just listen go right ahead but we're gonna get into it all right so carmella for your spoiler-free opinion, what do you think of the movie? All right, we're going to go ahead and jump right into the insane inconsistency of the tone. Okay, so, like, the first half of this movie, I, like, really enjoyed. Basically, before they went to Mars. So, like, you know, there was some, like, cool, like, action sequences with, like, you know, space pirates. And, you, and I really liked... Um, brad pitt's character so far in the beginning he was like you know cool and calculated they set him up to be like this like really like focused guy who like doesn't really feel emotions um and his heart rate doesn't go over like 80 or 50 bpm or something um and he has like you know marital issues he's like recently divorced probably or something like that and he's like this like really high up major in space and he's like yeah just calm cool collected knows how to handle a gun space pirates boom 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 like i don't know it was really cool in the beginning and then they went to mars and then everything changed i don't know it was really weird when he got onto the ship with like the other like um what is it called are they like captains? I don't know what crew members. Crew members? Scientists. They were scientists. Scientists. Um, and then like I don't know. I feel like the tone shifted there with the 
his own character, he was like becoming more and more, I guess, like emotional. But I know that was the point, but it was like really weird. I feel like they didn't know how to balance like the violence and like the his character like changing, I guess. Um so <laughs> I liked the movie. Um I did have discrepancies as well. Like I kinda get where you're coming from with how like it sort of had these crazy action sequences and then sort of like pan out to be like this regular movie. Like in the beginning it seemed like it was gonna be a scary dramatic movie, but it sort of like panned out into being sort of mellow, kind of not super crazy, but um the the tone and the mood sort of like went up and down which i get and don't get at the same time um i i sort of feel like when you had those pirate sequences and that uh monkey sequence (laughs) it's sort of like i felt like it was sort of his breaking the barriers of himself to sort of become emotional because right after those two sequences was kind of when he started to get more emotional started to get more insight on life and just sort of figure out what he's doing there and what he's going to do <clears throat> so i think like i know it, it is weird like it is weird for having those kind of tones in the movie but i think it was a device to sort of show the barriers that brad pitt was breaking through t- in order to be more thoughtful and more emotional with his life and his journey so i kind of get it and kind of don't get it at the same time yeah, I feel like this movie could have been, like... Like, there was a good movie inside of this movie, and it was just, like, these tweaks that they needed to make to, like, make it, like, perfect, right? It was just, like... It was, like, a too much of one thing and too little of, like, other things, and just, like, learning to balance and, like, just segue into, like, certain aspects of, like, his character... Because at one point, he, um, or throughout the movie, he, like, kind of, not confesses, they test, like, his emotions, right, um, to, it's, like, a psych, psychological evaluation to see if he can pass on to, um, pass the test and then, like, travel into, like, another part of space, um, and at one point, he just, ba- he basically talks about his, like, daddy issues, and he passes the psych eval, but then, when he um goes rogue with the letter and like basically says his own thing and then his dad like communicates back all of a sudden he can't pass the psyche eval and it's like okay i don't understand what happened there <laughs> you know <laughs> you know what happened i think um i don't know i think throughout the movie it sort of uh reflects him and his father um like for instance his father didn't care about his family he was so head start with like how much he wanted to get the mission done and the mission accomplished and uh brad pitt was sort of on the same boat in the beginning of the movie he really wanted he was really mission ready whatever it took to get the mission done and that's sort of why like he broke apart from his wife and that's why he sort of became this emotionless compartmentalized person was because he's kind of mirroring his dad and i think the constant reminder of his dad being this great hero and sort of living in his footsteps was kind of what made him emotionless. And I think him being abandoned as a kid actually hurt him a lot more than he thought. So I think when he started to become 
more emotion emotional when he did the the letter he sort of saw the opportunity of reconnecting with his father and that sort of scared him in a way that made him very very anxious and that's why i think his like heart rates are going faster and, and he couldn't control it because it's been such a long time since he had like an emotional connection that he doesn't know how to deal with it and that's why like they put him off the mission because he's too close to it and that's exactly what happened in the movie <laughs> he was so close to like connecting with his father that he went through like went through great lengths just to keep him alive and get him back when the original mission was since he's not contacting us back or stopping the power surges we're just gonna kill him like straight up so i think that's why they pulled him out of the mission and sort of why he couldn't control his emotion and his heart rate yeah i mean yeah i get that like like that whole like him that was like basically him finally like facing his past or like his relationship with his dad i think the or like i think the first psych eval was like right after the monkeys right and he was like describing how the rage he felt or he saw in the monkey's eyes yeah (laughs) was the same rage as his and the same rage in his father and i guess i was just like wondering why they allowed they allowed him to pass that you know like that that whole confession didn't like compromise him or his mission, you know? Because I think he still... He did feel that rage, but he still was compartmentalizing You know, He was still in that zone of like, I don't care about those feelings, I just want to get this mission done, you know? He was so, like, ambitious to get everything done without even accounting his feelings, you know? Or apart from, like, how the rest of the crew felt about, like, a crew member dying. He was just kind of like, no, let's keep going. Let's do this. Dude, that was like... That was a crazy part. Yeah, I know. Or when everyone died, when he also that part. Yeah, I was talking about the monkey part, but that part. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That part was kind of tight. Like it became like a space horror movie, and I was like, dude, this is cool. This is great. Like, I didn't, I didn't know I signed up for this. (laughs) This is great. Um, Yeah, there were some really great shining moments of like that, like those sort of tones in the movie, and then there are random moments of like comedy, right? With Natasha Lyonne, um, a.k.a. the chick from Orange is the New Black and Russian Doll, um, is, like, some receptionist on Mars, and she basically plays the same character she plays in everything she she's in. Um, so, yeah, that's, like, just another example of inconsistency in tone. Um, Hater. <laughs> Hater! <laughs> um, apart from the tone, I also had a, a really big issue with the script. I want to hear your thoughts on the script. I really don't get why you had a problem with the script. I and didn't understand this not part. not only I, Josh's girlfriend, <sighs> Sophia, Women. also had issues with the script. Women. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but why did you have a problem with the script? Um, I think I really don't like it when the things that you're already thinking as an audience, like... I don't know. I don't like it when the movie treats you like you're dumb. Like, it, the information needs to be ham-fisted into your brain by, like, saying it straight up. Like, Brad Pitt saying, I am sad. I feel this way. 
straight up and it's like okay i know this i can see that you're sad like you know it it undercuts like the drama and the emotion that's filled in that scene by like saying it out loud and i think like either there was just some things that didn't need to be said that were already said and expressed through great acting and i think it ultimately like was detrimental to the movie like the script a lot of it actually like every character that they encountered was like it was like really corny like and really obvious they were basically describing what they were feeling and doing almost like all the time was the part with him saying he's sad was that part uh like before he met his dad what part was he saying that he was sad or whatever it was like almost every time he was like narrating Mm. i don't know it yeah apart like i understand the narrative like narration as like a device in storytelling but i don't know i think in this case of the movie if it it didn't really need it like his acting was almost enough for you to like kind of know what he was thinking and feeling um yeah and like they really set him up to be like this sort of quiet thoughtful person and i think the narration like sort of contradicted that i don't know like what they built him up to be you didn't think like with him narrating his emotions it was sort of like this telling of his his true emotions but it's not showing through himself like, so like when he says i'm sad i feel this way something something you didn't notice that like yeah he was sad in the inside but outside he was still showing the same face what do you mean <laughs> so when he narrated like his feelings yeah, that's how he felt, but he didn't show that on the outside. He still but he was compartmentalized. He, but he did look it, sad. You know, he did. I don't know what part. That's why, like, I'm trying to figure out. Um, here, let me think of a specific part. Um, that I was just like, why are you saying this? Like, <laughs> this is totally fine if you don't need to say this. Um, I don't know. There, it was like the scenes with the flashbacks with his wife. He was like, there was one line that was like, I like literally predicted it line by line. I was like, he's going to say this and then this and then this. It was something like, I, I was hurtful when I should have been tender <laughs> and I was, <laughs> you know, that, 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 kind, was, okay. that kind of stuff, you know? And like, it would have been much more satisfying with zero narration at that point. And it was just like flashbacks of him being him and his wife like you know showing them being happy and then him being like reclusive and like unreceptive to her like touch like that would have said so much more than him being i should have been more tender you know like i was hurtful when i should have been tender i was (laughs) gone when i should have been there (laughs) like you know Uh i saw that more of a like sort of like an emotional poetry in a sense like yeah it was sort of like unnecessary but it sort of described how he was feeling in a sense of more deeper thought than just his emotion it was sort of like i like at that point in the movie i thought he was sort of this perfect person other than the fact that he left his wife and all that stuff and i think him showing that was sort of um showing that he's not 
perfect in a sense of that like he can't handle everything the way he handles certain missions you know i think it was sort of like to show that he he could be ambitious with his missions and accomplishing his goals but when it comes to something like emotion it's sort of harder for him to to process than it is to do something you know that's where i kind of saw like yeah it was okay it was somewhat unnecessary but i also saw it as it being necessary in the fact that like it's sort of showing his flaws and that he's aware of it and that he sort of has lost this connection with human feeling and i think that's why i sort of liked it because i sort of saw him as this like this headstrong person but at the same time he still has problems with being with like processing his emotions that's like the main thing i got from that um but i it it was necessary and unnecessary at the same time but yeah yeah like i mean like i do i did like it when i liked what it was trying to do you know like Uh i liked like i could see what they were trying to do completely but like they literally just needed like minor tweaks and it would have been perfect honestly it was there it was so close and like yeah like the whole thing with him sneaking onto the rocket and then like ending up like killing everybody on board and then not really feeling anything about that it was just like a quick message to spacecom doing like i did not come in with hostile intentions but unfortunately everyone is dead (laughs) like okay but yeah i'm gonna go set out to find my long lost father i love him deeply blah 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 and it's like okay you just like kind of killed like six people and you're supposed to be like this person whose like emotions are unraveling if he had shown some emotion maybe after that whole ordeal i would have been a little more on board with that sort of like direction for his character in terms of like oh yeah this guy was unemotional before now he's confronting his emotions but yeah like i said it's just like so many inconsistencies he's he's like he wasn't emotional when he should have been kind of thing you know you didn't think that part mirrored the fact that his dad killed all the crew as well i'm sure or I'm sure it, like, could have, like, it did mirror that. But I don't know, like, what what were they trying to, like, show with that? Were they trying to show, like, he's just like his dad, but he's becoming emotional? Or, like, because at that point in the movie, it was, like, after his big climactic emotional scene in Mars where he contacted his dad and then you defected, right? And then at that point, you're like, okay, he's going to finally, like, be more emotional or something like that. I think it was kind of like it did mirror it, but it also, like, sort of show the repeating footsteps between him and his dad. Um, granted, the scene was kind of weird because they kind of <laughs> it seemed like they died on accident, but it was Brad Pitt's fault. <laughs> it was, like, on accident on purpose. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's just kind of weird how it kind of went down, but, like, I think in my opinion it was sort of like the smearing of his father but in the sense of that like um it it sort of like pushed him to be i guess like preventing him to be 
himself because i know he really emphasized the fact that he didn't want to be his father like this and that yeah but with these actions it sort of like showed him becoming his father again i think that if they didn't die on accident and if he had intentionally killed them it would have more clearly shown that it was a reflection of his father because his father had purposely murdered yeah his crew right whereas like brad pitt was like it was like a weird accident, non-accident. I think the intention, the intention there wasn't clear. Yeah, I mean, if he did kill them off, I'd feel like it'd lose all sympathy for the character <laughs> for Bad Fish. Like, exactly. Oh, so it's like I kind of get why they did that, but then I'm like, it just. But felt then weird. what are you trying to weird. do? It yeah. felt like what is the point of that happening? Other yeah. than the fact that you want to mirror the events, but like it felt weird. It did feel weird. Right. But but <laughs> the scenes before that when he was swimming, dope. <laughs> the cinematography, Beautiful. it was cool. It was like swimming and like it was just showing him in Swim. brown. It was like crazy. Narrating deep thoughts. Yeah. Was like, oh, I gotta get to this shit. Um, Where are you now? Do a you lot stop? of the scenes I saw for the movie like were very Stanley Kubrick influenced. Mm-hmm. Like they had the shining shot of like the car going somewhere. They had like a lot of like colorful aspects that 2001 Space Eyes would have. Um, but I really liked. I really liked the end game with his father because like when he gets there and he sees his dad sort of being old and like this miserable old man. Um, he says that he's like seen all these planets, done all these things, and he still hasn't found any life. And I thought that was like sort of perfect and sort of like um, pointing out to the fact with space movies, it's not always going to be aliens, and it's not always going to be this contact with the with the fourth kind or something. Um, it was kind of like comforting to hear that because I, I just feel like the alien thing is kind of beaten down a lot. Um, it would have been cool though if he did find aliens, <laughs> but like at the same time, it was going there honestly with the space monkeys. I was like, yeah. yo, I sort of saw the in like the intention with like there was no aliens and um, and his dad sort of had this loss of hope. Like, yeah, there's no one else out there. It's just us. And um, Brad Pitt says like, yeah, and that's the best part because all we have is each other, and that's sort of like driving home the overall theme of the movie um yeah his dad didn't make first contact with aliens but the only contact that matter is human contact and being emotionally there for someone and and sort of like sort of realizing the connection you really need is with your family and your loved ones and that's sort of why like that completely turned brad pitt around when he got home is because like He's been alone for so long and alone in this, the shuttle for so long that he sort of sees that he needs what's right in front of him and not this exploration of space, you know? Um, like, you could find beauty in exploring space, but you could also find beauty in the human connection. And that's what I... I think that's what I resonate more with because it's... That's what I sort of felt more with, with the movie is that it was sort of making this... Um, big ploy to explain that like look you could be the best person ever but if you don't have that connection with anyone it doesn't matter and essentially you're going to be a lonely person (laughs) especially how brad pitt deals with his solitude 
from the beginning of the movie until the end of the movie, it sort of like flips on its head. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That was beautiful, Josh. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I like, I really like that overarching message that, um, like the over like the movie was basically trying to send right and the part where he lets go of his dad was like pretty sad yeah he was just like 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 roy let go and i was like oh my god he has to let go (laughs) like his dad wants to die he's ready (laughs) like he's gonna go (laughs) granted i did see that coming but like the whole process of it yeah the whole process of it and how he's been painted in his father's image even though he's this monster yeah um the whole letting go part was very cathartic because like He's been abandoned by his father. He's been searching for his father. He's been painting the image of his father. Like, he's like the letting go part is like the biggest part for him because he could finally be himself and sort of not father follow his father's footsteps in what he's done. Um, and that part is just like so crazy. And I also like when I saw that part, I was like Titanic. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what I thought of. It's the same thing. Like, uh, yeah, dude, his dad was awful. So the first thing he's, or like one of the first things he says to him when he first sees him is, I didn't care about you or your mother, basically. I was like, holy shit. But the best part, Brad Pitt responds with, I know, but I still love you, dad. And that's like the greatest. It's sad, but it's also very emotional to see this unconditional love for his dad. After all this time and like after all he's been through, he still has unconditional love for his father. Even though his dad murdered all of these people on purpose. And he's shown in light as this big heroic person. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? He's just like, man. And it sort of shows too like what solitude has done to him. It wasn't even solitude. It was like his like psychotic drive. Yeah. To find other life forms. Like, it was his personal will and drive that drove him insane, right? Yeah. It's kind of like both mixed together. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure, yeah, the solitude was just like... I feel like solitude... He wasn't alone, though. He made himself be alone. But he he made himself alone for a long time, though. Who? The dad? Yeah. Right? Like he, he killed. Did, he didn't make himself alone, but like, <laughs> I, like he made himself alone for a long period of time. So like that solitude as well goes into his psychotic nature. <laughs> he just like made himself crazy, right? Yeah. Um. I'm just so confused at the monkeys. I just like keep going back to it. Yeah, the th- like those scenes. I, I like. I know. Like I get lost in it too because if you take like those scenes out of the movie, if you show that in the trailer. It would have been completely mismarketed. Yeah. Completely. You know, and people it, would have been mad. Yeah. I would have been mad. Like, if you take that part out of the movie and then made a movie out of it, that been tight. It would have been fine. Yeah. But I think that's what, like, after I saw the scenes, I was like, okay, what's next? What's next? Let's get it. Let's, <laughs> yeah. get, it, let's get it. But, like, afterwards, it was just like, uh, he found his dad. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I was, uh, I wasn't disappointed. I was just, yeah, like, it's like you set this expectation and then you go, like, in a different way in like not a necessarily bad way it's not a bad direction to go in it was just like so different that you're like why did you set it up this way in the first place even if it was like a a symbolism of like breaking the barriers to his emotions i think a less extreme way would have been better because it sort of like spiked the tone of the movie (laughs) and it like maybe like made you confused made me confused killer monkeys in space that was tight (laughs) they were like so scary it was terrifying um 
don't know. You can make a movie out of that. Yeah. Just trap him trapped in a spaceship with these space that monkeys. That or the space pirates. Or the space pirates. That was cool. They didn't even show him, but that was cool. <laughs> oh, can we talk about how they commercialized the moon? Yeah, that's so <laughs> that, funny. That was, that was pretty, the best part. That was like... So they set it up, they built, so they like built this pretty like cool commercialized space world, right? And it's like, okay, cool. And then the space monkeys happen and I'm like, all right, sweet. And then it turns a little vanilla after that. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay. So it's like the space moon was like LAX in space. Yeah. They, they sold blankets for $125. It was like. A moon space like airline, yeah, right? Space currency or something. They're like, thank you for flying with us. He's <laughs> like, can I have blankets, please? That'll be one hundred twenty-five dollars. Yeah. It was cool that they had like the logos and everything too, like the subway. Shamelessly <laughs> plugging it, like it yeah. doesn't matter. We want to show them There's that a it's subway here. on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and like it was cool to see um, Mars too. Like like that chick was born on Mars. You like there's like a mild culture there too like not really but she's like yeah i was born here and your dad killed my parents i was like oh okay i thought she would be mad but she wasn't i think she like sort of saw the mission too was like okay she seemed like villainous i was ready for her to be like a villain she was obviously vengeful that's why like he wanted to get back she wanted him to get back on the spaceship so it could bring him back i thought she was gonna kill him or something i was like like, dude i'm ready like (laughs) but like it also felt like she was the whistleblower because it felt like he was very painted in the in, in the corner and she was going to break yeah. that. So it was either villainous or whistleblower and it was whistleblower. Yeah. I thought she... It would have been cool if she joined him on the ship and then in the end he wants to take his dad home but she wants to kill him. Yeah. That would have been cool, mm-hmm. you know? But it would be a random story of vengeance though. It would be kind of off-putting. This is true. Mm-hmm. What if... <laughs> They killed him together. <laughs> I don't know. What if he let her kill him? Okay, never mind. Never mind. It's, a, it's a movie. Them two. <laughs> it's a movie. And they're on the journey let's, to find the dad for Let's revenge. make a movie. <laughs> and they go into the space. Run into space monkeys. <laughs> space monkeys. <laughs> on the journey to find his dad, they, find a, they fight the space pirates to protect the dad. <laughs> and then they accidentally kill more people. And then, I don't know. Yeah. It was just... It could have been pretty good. It was It was almost there. I still think it was pretty good. I don't know. What did you think of... So we've only seen two space movies this year. High Life and this oh. movie. We missed First Man with Ryan Gosling. I think that came out last year, actually. Did you see that one? Did not see that one. It was supposed to... He was, he was supposed to be Neil Armstrong or something. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Anyways... How do Moon you... landing was fake, that's why. Oh my god. <laughs> Directed by Stanley Kubrick. Oh my hmm? Why was Danny Torrance wearing an apology? <laughs> <No. laughs> right. How do you stack this movie against High Life? High Life? Another sort of deep thought existential space movie. I think I liked it better than High Life. Because during the movie... Granted, this is in the middle of the movie. I was like thinking like, damn, this is the movie I wanted High Life to be. Um... Towards the end, it sort of, like, started going down their ladder, but it, I still think it's better than High Life, just because High Life was just well, kind of weird as well, and sort of um, sort of made well, like made differently, too. It's It just 
was off-putting as regards to like where it's trying to go. Um, I guess with this one, this one had more of a clear story apart from High Life. And I obviously resonated more than you did in High Life or with uh, Ad Astra than High Life. But yeah, I think I like it better than High Life. How about you? I think, yeah, if Ad Astra said too much, I think High Life didn't say enough. And like, yeah, it didn't like define itself enough. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think the viewing experience, I like Ad Astra better. Yeah. I think I got, I guess, more out of High Life than this movie just because this movie... I mean, I got out of it what it exactly what it wanted me to get out of it because it told me straight up. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I'm on the I'm on the same page as you in terms of like yeah, I think I enjoyed Ad Astra better than High Life this year. All in all, in my opinion, Ad Astra was a decent movie about uh, solitude, loneliness, and emotion. Um, I think it ha- it was a great cinematography movie there's a lot of great things to see the way it was filmed was crazy personally i loved the theme and sort of i took a lot more than it showed me and i sort of saw the evolution of brad pitt's character and i love the idea of we can try and find beauty in space but it's even more beautiful when we find a human connection in my opinion i i thought ad astra was okay I think it's worth a watch, um, and I'm curious to see what other people think of it. I know this movie was polarizing between the audience and the critics from, like, what, Rotten Tomatoes, right? Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes cricket, critics had, like, an 83%. Um, user user uh, rating got, like, a 43 Yeah, so I, I always think it's really interesting when um, these types of movies are, like, polarizing between the audience and the critics and just listen to us we're both like kind of worrying on what side we want to be on exactly and i'm a huge fan of just space movies in general and i like seeing um the different directions um people take it in i thought brad pitt was pretty good in this performance and i like seeing him like act in these like more diverse roles or like more quiet thoughtful roles um but yeah, apart from the issues I had with the tone and the script and all of the inconsistencies, I thought it was pretty, it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. Um, and it was mel- well made. Um, so yeah, I recommend a watch. I am curious to see what you all think. And that has been Watch It Sounds' very confusing take on the movie <laughs> at Astra. I'm Josh Landicho, and you could follow me at The Space Wolf. And I'm Carmela, and you can follow me at CatmelaO on Instagram. And you can follow the Watch It Sound Instagram at Watch It Sound. Listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple. Give us a rating, whatever that does. Um, but most importantly, keep on watching and keep on connecting with people. If you're trying to find something, maybe it's right in front of you. Space monkeys! <laughs> <laughs>